Welcome back. It's time for more Bill's Big Bag of Onions. I'm 50,000 watts of power on that top radio. I got so many beats on Regarding your CD, I've listened to it again and again, and uh, i got two favorite songs on it. And um, let's go on talking. Thank you. Bye-bye. Makes herself some coffee filled with sugar, milk, and truth. And it's hard to dislike somebody who really likes you. She's alone as she strums her guitar. She remembers all the things you've said and done. All our lives are gone Everything from now on Will come to matter more And she says Hey, do you mind me asking for a part Of your love, of your world, of your bed, of your heart Hey, do you mind telling me where to Three o'clock this morning, I was driving my one-year-old child to the hospital because he was having a hard time breathing. I ended up getting pulled over by 9th and Nebraska Street due to having a tail light and license plate light out. As the deputy was telling me why he pulled me over, I explained to him where I was going. He opened up the back door to my vehicle and heard my son's labored breathing and told me to go ahead and get to the hospital. The officer that pulled me over was Deputy Kyle Cleveringa. He followed me to the hospital, helped me carry my things into the ER, offered to hold my son while I filled out paperwork, gave my son a stuffed toy truck, and was helping to comfort him by talking to him and giving him high fives. 
My family and I are very thankful for Deputy Cleveringa and everything he did for my son and me this morning. He went above and beyond, and I can't thank him enough. Could you please make sure he reads this and is made aware of how grateful we are that he pulled me over and helped me through that terrifying situation? Thank you so much, Kyle. Dirty old river, must you keep rolling, flowing into the night? People so busy, make me feel dizzy, taxi lights shine so bright. But I don't need no friends, as long as I gaze on watery sunset. I'm in paradise Terry meets Julie Waterloo Station Every Friday night But I am so lazy Don't want to wander I stay home at night But I don't Feel afraid as long as I gaze on Waterloo Sunset, I am in paradise. Every day I look at the world from my window. But chilly, chilly is evening time. Waterloo Sunset's fun. Light flies round Waterloo underground But Terry and Julie Cross over the river Where they feel safe and sound And they don't Need no friends As long as they gaze on Waterloo sunset They are in paradise Every day I look at the world from my window. But chilly, chilly is the evening time. What do the sunsets find? I gaze on Waterloo Sunset I am in paradise As long as I gaze on Waterloo Sunset I am in paradise As long as I gaze on Waterloo Sunset I am in paradise As long as I gaze on Waterloo Sunset in paradise As long as I gaze on Waterloo Sunset I am in paradise As long as I This is Colm Radio on 106.6 FM and you're listening to Bill's Big Bag of Onions, the late-night blend of music and words that says and means so much and yet never really explains anything. We're buzzing in our pews, the electricity of raw gossip flitting around us like so many wings. We feed on it, spread it around like a honey that sticks. 
Our Madam Archdeacon is at the centre of it all, and if the rumours are true, no vestment can hide her guilt from the likes of us. The service is about to start. The organ hums to life, signalling the start of the processional. The venerable queen is about to emerge. Suspicion thickens the air like pollen. Our faces turn towards the narthex, primed to sting. Conditions are favourable for swarming.
You're listening to Bill's Big Bag of Onions. During the day, the old children trudge around and around, faces to the ground, looking for something they lost, something shiny, a pack rat, or a crow might love. A coin, a token, a medallion with a prayer on one side and your face on the other. Pick it up, rub off the dust, tie it to a red thread around your neck. The brujo lights red candles for you in the cave under the hill, red the color of life.
as Onion does. We watch each other in the blue glow of pre-dawn, limbs entwined. We speak with our eyes. I grow hair on my back now, I say. White keratin horns that I pluck when you're not around. A white picket fence is really a series of spears meant to impale the raised chins of children like ours. Please don't make me become what I am. Her eyes collect the shell of my body. My words fare the same. At least your horns are white, she says. And in this light, your eyes are almost blue. Let's dream a while, shall we? parents I was gay, the first thing they said to me was, we're bringing you back to Taiwan. In their minds, my sexual orientation was America's fault. The West had corrupted me with divergent ideas, and if only my parents had never left Taiwan, this would not have happened to their only daughter. In truth, I wondered if they were right. Of course, there are gay people in Asia, just as there are gay people in every part of the world. But is the idea of living an out life, in the I'm gay, this is my spouse, and we're proud of our lives together kind of way, just a Western idea? If I had grown up in Taiwan, 
or any place outside of the West would I have found models of happy, thriving LGBT people. he owes me is a body, a thumb, a wrist bone, the big barrel of his chest. But there my father sits, grey soot in a gold cube. Astroturf covers the hole in the earth that's not big enough to fit his calloused foot. People stand, talk about my father as if he's still whole, an efficient frugal man with thick white hair and green eyes a lover of conglomerate rocks and geometry. Incinerated now, he's ready to be lowered. The earth sinks under my chair legs, tipping me forward, and I feel myself falling, falling. Thank you. 
across the morning sky All the birds are leaving How can they know It's time to go Before the winter fire
You're listening to Bill's Big Bag of Onions. 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 I have turned many of my bosses into Prince Charming by doting on them, looking up to them, even doing their jobs for them. I did this because I was seeking their recognition and approval. I thought this was the way to get ahead. I was wrong. Sometimes I would get mad enough to say, "You're leaving me with all this work to do over the weekend while you go away on a trip." But then my boss would cleverly neutralize my anger by saying, "You're so smart. You're so great at your job. What would I do without you?" And for a while, that was enough for me. I was operating under the tacit and misguided assumption that if I made my boss feel as if he couldn't live without me, I would be rewarded. My thinking went something like this: If I do this for you, you're going to take care of me. Jamaica, 
Philip's inheritance was not yet lost to the English. A killer's game of cat and mouse was underway. The Spanish holdouts had retired to the mountains, and the English held the shore in the new town of Cagway. Beyond that was enemy territory. To English boys from Coventry or Dover, everything past the tree line of the small town was terrifying. When they'd slept on the shores of Hispaniola at night, the sound of the giant crabs emerging from the ocean and scuttling across the beach had shot them bolt awake. It sounded exactly like the clatter of bullet cartridges on an infantryman. And then there were the fireflies that were mistaken for the lit fuses carried by soldiers to light their muskets. Convinced that the Spanish soldiers were closing in on them, they stayed tense, trigger-happy until dawn. I travel o'er the sea And I ride the rolling sky For that's the way it is That is my fortune There are many ears to please Many people's love to try And every day starts rising for the moon there's a heart in every place And there's a tear in each farewell And that's the way it is That is my fortune I'll lure you as the lace That the wayward gypsies sell With the sinking sun And the rising of the moon Rising for the moon, the sun has set and it is dark But the star of the enchanted tune is bright as any spark The chorus of the dust regales the evening lark Whose every day starts rising for the moon We travel o'er the sea and we ride the rolling sky For that's the way it is That is our fortune There are many ears to please And many people's love to try And every day starts rising for the moon Rising for the moon the sun has set and it is dark But the star of the enchanted tune Is bright as any spark The chorus of the dusk Regales the evening lark Whose every day starts rising for the moon Set and it is dark, but the star of the enchanted tune is bright as any spark. The chorus of the dust regales the evening lark, whose every day starts rising for the moon. The chorus of the dusk it regales the evening lark whose every day starts rising for the moon What 
else could this possibly be apart from Bill's big bag of onions? Words and music, spoken word and lyrics. What are the connections? You have to decide for yourself. My idea is that we institute a rule, maybe just for one day, at all meetings and seminars and conventions or basically any place where people get together to talk and share ideas and make decisions, that no man is allowed to talk before he hears a woman's opinion on the issue. Um, and all these meetings I go to, I, it seems to me that, that women wait their turn to speak and perhaps it's just that they like to let their thoughts mature for just a moment before they jump in with, uh, with, with uncollected thoughts. And when a woman finally raises her hand, she's at the back of the line of a long list of speakers, and often time will run out before her turn comes. So I think if we, if we try this idea, we would break a cycle of, uh, of women's voices not being heard. We would hear what women have to say, even if it is just for a day. And men just might get used to the idea of listening to a woman's ideas and her opinions, and women would get a shot at being the first ones to speak, which is something I'm sure they would manage quite brilliantly. Now I see Technicolor, a movie script lover. You chase me while I play the clown. Oh, but then you know. Oh, I tend to stack the deck with wild cards. You
You are listening to Bill's Big Bag of Onions. I think that's what it's called anyway. Bill's Bag of Onions. Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Bill's Bag of Onions. Big Bag of Onions. Yes, it is a scrambled egg. But as you look at it, I hope you'll begin to feel just slightly uneasy. Because you may notice that what's actually happening is that the egg is unscrambling itself. And you'll now see the yolk and the white have separated, and now they're going to be poured back into the egg. And we all know in our heart of hearts that this is not the way the universe works. A scrambled egg is mush, tasty mush, but it's mush. An egg is a beautiful, sophisticated thing that can create even more sophisticated things, such as chickens. And we know in our heart of hearts that the universe does not travel from mush to complexity. In in fact, this gut instinct is reflected in one of the most fundamental laws of physics, the second law of thermodynamics, or the law of entropy. What that says, basically, is that the general tendency of the universe is to move from order and structure to lack of order, lack of structure, in fact, to mush. Always out the window 
when it comes to making dreams It's all mixed up It's all mixed up It's all mixed up It's all mixed up I am Bill Lawrence, and you have been listening to Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Join me again soon here on Colm Radio for more voyages through the realms of good music and spoken word. Goodbye. Production for Cone Radio. Yeah!